All right, babe, here we go. Well, it is amazing to feel that each of these conversations, each of these live coaching calls just continues to get better and better and more inspiring. I am completely blown away by each participant and my sensation right now after speaking with Sarah is even more expanded, even more blown away. I cannot wait for you to hear this conversation, be a part of this transmission. There is so much here for you around the topic of receiving more pleasure, receiving more love, receiving more money, receiving your greatest and highest life. I am in awe and I bow and here we go. This conversation is incredible. I am so happy that you're here. I'm so excited to just dive in with you and just hello, hello. (laughs) Hello, I'm so excited. Thank you so much for agreeing to do this with me. Of course. Yeah. So just go ahead and, you know, speak into whatever's alive and present for you today, however you want to use this call, this time with us today. Okay. Sounds good. Um, honestly, I think, I think the two areas, uh, or maybe actually the three areas that I would love to dive into are money, business, and relationships. I think those three are like the top of my list right now. Um, you know, obviously there's, there's areas of it that, that kind of contain a little bit more density. And then, you know, I, I watch you all the time, girl, you're the queen of business, you're the queen of abundance, and I'm so inspired by your marriage. So all of the Mm. things. Oh my gosh. I am so honored and absolutely well by, you know, go ahead and let me know just where you're at and how, you know, just where you're at. Let's start speaking into it. Let's start seeing if what questions are alive and take it from there. Mm-hmm. Um, let, let's, let's dive into relationships first, if that's cool. Yeah, um, for sure. I've been, I've been in a relationship for about eight years now. Uh, mm-hmm. We've lived with each other since I was like 16. Um, mm-hmm. He's my best friend, my boyfriend. And I don't know, I just, I feel like whatever underlying blocks are still there obviously have been dealt with over the years, but I feel like now we're, we're both actually, we both transitioned more into adulthood since we were basically still teenagers and kids when we first started dating. Um, and almost like how, how to transition and, and allow, you know, kind of the past to fall away while, while bringing in the new and, um, you know, things like that. For sure. Wow. Well, first of all, a huge congratulations on a relationship that has grown through so much. So it sounds like you're about 24 years old. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. So there's such a significant astrological cycle at 23, 24, which is really for everybody. Um, Everybody goes through this. It's a Jupiter return without getting into like the astrological specifics. So the frequency is a big expansion, a big kind of, um, yeah, just an expansion of self, of life, depends kind of where that all lands for you. So, well, and so the easy answer to just like how to to continue together while shifting is um, the easy answer. And I'd love to get into specifics, but sort of the first thing that I would say is to, 
Imagine that you're dating, that you're meeting each other for the first time, literally every single day. This is such a fun, sweet practice for me. And to say, well, how would I see this person? What would I ask them? What would I feel to sit across the table from this person if I just met them tonight? Just, you know, taking in their face for the first time, their body, their essence, their personality, um, and feeling really lucky the way the way somebody would when they meet an amazing person and th- there's that attraction, there's that experience going on, and it can even boost or renew any attraction that's happening. So that's kind of the first thing that comes forward. And for sure, it's all about specifics if you'd like to get into those. Mm-hmm. Wow, I love that. Uh, first of all, m- imagine meeting for the first time every day. That, that really lands, um, especially because on Thanksgiving weekend, which was about a month ago, just over a month ago, because we're in Canada. I know you guys are are getting your Thanksgiving soon. Oh, I'm Canadian. Um, So I'm used to the Canadian timeline. No way. Oh my God. There you go. Um, But yeah, no, over the weekend, over the Thanksgiving weekend, we had our, our like four year, five year roommate move out for the first time. And it kind of like, it brought up all of the fears that I had because we'd never been like fully alone. We had either, you know, lived with roommates or in-laws or um, all of that. So the, the like, not the pressure, but the, the joy of, of getting to know each other really deeply and, and having the freedom of getting to know each other every single day, but just us two, like no one is there to fill in the blanks anymore. No one is there to take over when one person is not like communicating. I've also found that we're pretty good in, in the silence of it, but we're both really high performance entrepreneurs. So he's got his business and I have my business and I'm, I'm hoping to like define a little more balance between the two, because I think <laughs> it's funny. I think, you know, especially because our schedules are a little bit different, it, it sort of takes, it, it has an impact basically on the way we get to connect on a daily basis. And, um, you know, maybe how to find more of that balance as, as two high performance entrepreneurs who are like always hustling, always working. I mean, I've definitely learned over the years to, to be more in my feminine, um, but like really finding the time and cultivating a, a balance between the two when, when we're both really kind of on our own type of thing. Um, mm-hmm. it's something that really comes to mind for me. For sure. And within that, what would, what would you imagine or what is it that you're yearning and craving for? Um, if you could, if that could happen right now, what, what would it be? What would it look like? It would for sure. Oh, ooh, that's a good, <laughs> that's a good question. Um, it would for sure look like, you know, having more time to explore and do other non-business related things. I think okay, yeah. a really big uh, common point we share is obviously having business, but I don't want it to be the, the full focus of those in-between moments. Like I would love to learn to disconnect from business a little more every night. Um, so that you know we can find those those hours in the day where it is just us where we're we're doing something that has zero to do with business zero to do with our careers um or the challenges of the day but like how to really cultivate creativity um and, and doing new things because i, I 
what really stuck with me was imagine meeting for the first time every day. And it really, I think we both still kind of have that spark when we wake up every morning and it is like meeting each other all over again. But then, you know, the reminders of like business and then, oh, he's got like a call and then I have a call and then he has a call and then we're both kind of like tired or whatever. Um, finding more creativity because I think a lot of our relationship now, um, especially in this like latest transition where, you know, we're no longer we no longer have friends to kind of like, or, or roommates to entertain us in between and to get us to c- kind of disconnect from business. We'd mm-hmm. love to be a little more creative in the things that we do together so that it doesn't feel like our whole um, relationship revolves around who's working at what time, what business calls we're taking, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. Amazing. Well, first of all, I just love that you both are so powerfully in your zone mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, I hear you. So first of all, there might, okay, there's a couple of things that are coming to mind. The first thing would be um, having a, a daily ritual or a daily activity that you both like doing together. Like for example, for my husband and I, we will go on a walk together in the evenings. We don't have, like personally, we don't need to have a set time for it. We just know that at some point in the evening before we just like completely turn in for bed, we're going to go for a walk around the block and, you know, we'll stop at like a certain place and get a little beverage and then we'll continue and walk around and go back. And it's not intensive. It's not like goal oriented in any way. It's just time for us to um, walk and chat. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I would be curious if, for example, you are doing another activity that said somebody wants to um, ask for advice or process something that is, of course, I would even say like passion related, business related is, does that feel, um, does that feel acceptable or is it like completely like no business conversation at all either no I think that we we get it we actually get along really well it's it's so interesting I mean he's he's a big part of the reason I got into business in the first place because I was Mm. so inspired by the way he moved by the way he was always so ambitious towards his business and all of the knowledge he had so we actually do connect a lot over business like so I said talks and you know certain conversations have led to saying okay maybe we'll start like a like a couples podcast type of thing where it's not business related but we talk about that kind of stuff because it's a really um it's a big mutual point that we share together um but I totally I mean aside from like the the mundane cooking and and cleaning the house together and you know eating together and stuff I don't think we really have so many of those like daily activities or rituals um and, and what would you, what would you say to that? If, if like, I mean, it's been eight years and we don't really have so many activities that we do outside of work together. Well, I, I also feel that there's just a big permission piece here to also, in case there's any part that's, a, that's kind of, um, we should have something else. Why don't we to just kind of mm-hmm. give that space and give permission to say, Hey, we're both super passionate we're devoted to each other. We're devoted to our work. Um, let's just make that okay. And then if there's um, genuinely a desire, just a genuine personal, not kind of a, well, compared to society or compared to other couples or whatever it is, when the comparison and the shoulds are dropped and there's just a genuine desire to say, well, hey, actually, I feel I want to have this time with you that's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And it could be either um, that there is something, you know, like uh, 
like exercising together is is always a, a favorite I think whether it's like mm -hmm. a walk or a hike or signing up for like tennis lessons together or something like that or going to play just like a, a round of something whatever it is that you have or you know maybe there's like a, a lake by your house and you just like go to the lake hang out go back and whatever it might be that's your kind of thing it is nice to be just like in movement and breathing together I feel it helps bodies synchronize um, and it gets us out of the house it gets us out of the environment it could also be like you know for this we leave our phones or we're not answering things on the phones at this time so that could be a fun practice but I think major kind of just permission the other thing I would ask is do you have something where you have like a, almost like a, a meeting a meeting with each other once a week or more or less frequently do you have anything like that going on <laughs> not really okay well, it might be something that you can integrate, for example, one day a week at some point, and this could be um, 30 minutes, it could, it could be 30 to 60 minutes, it probably it would take to, to kind of share your schedules together for the week, because I know schedules change with entrepreneurs and just be like, hey, I have this coming up, this day is really stacked for me, this day feels really important to me. Um, and then kind of have a couple of questions that you would draft for whatever you're curious about, but something like, what, what would be really amazing for you to receive from me this week? Like, where can I support you this week? Oh, I think like on Wednesday, if you took over cooking that day, that would be super cool. And then also what I would love to receive from you this week, some, a way that you can support me and both of you kind of answer at least those two questions each, share your schedules and see how that impacts your week. Mm hmm. Yeah, I think a big piece of it was like, I, I do compare our relationship to a lot of other people's, yeah. um, especially in the sense that like most people's relationships, first of all, they most of the people we know don't exactly live together. They both have their separate lives. And then over the weekend, you hear all their stories of how they went to all these like places together and they do something really big. Um, I definitely would love to transition into that. I mean, we're both kind of unvaccinated right now. And um, I'm not sure if you know what's going down in Canada, but like we can't mm -hmm. go really anywhere. So really getting creative and seeing where we can do that kind of stuff um, is definitely is definitely forefront I just uh, I should I mean I'm not gonna say should again but I would love to get out of the shoulds and like well we don't do this but other couples do and stuff like that because yeah I, we have something really really cool together yeah so just where is it genuinely a desire or and where is it a pressure that's not actually mine mm -hmm. can I can, can I go into sex if that's cool? of course <laughs> I'm so glad. Um, I I have a really big resistance to receiving. I mean, it's it's something that I'm I'm definitely learning more about, and I'm um, I'm definitely you know practicing and and opening myself and all of these things. But I think the the polarity dynamic is sometimes off because I have a really hard time I mean due to whatever other detailed reasons or or experiences that brought me here but um I do have like a pretty big resistance to receiving which then like switches the dynamic between the two and I end up you know either giving too much or uh blocking myself from receiving what do you have to say to that yeah such a good question um well yeah, I would, I think it would get into specifics. Um, and I would ask, well, so I hear you saying it switches the dynamic meaning. 
that resistance has you going into giving. Is that true? Oh, I think I lost your audio. Let me see where you're at. Yeah, I just lost your audio, babe. Let me see. Oh, okay. Just gonna pop back into the room. Just gonna give this a moment and continue this awesome conversation about receiving. Okay, awesome. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't know how it shut down. I think the energy That's okay. is uh, too powerful. Yeah, exactly. Isn't it funny how we're going to like receive this receiving conversation and, and then the energy just shifts right there. So um, what was the last thing you heard? Uh, right after I stopped talking. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I would ask about what the specifics to that are. And it sounds like you're um, that resistance to receiving is having you switch and go into giving. Is that true? Oh, yeah, for sure. And blocking okay. off the receiving almost completely and, and almost being numbed out. Um, mm -hmm. And then noticing how how the, the I'm not going to say the roles switch per se, but like it's almost like a protection mechanism to um, to take the lead. And then, you know, yeah, and yeah, sort of like that. And have you spoken this to your partner? Um, I don't know. Definitely, I don't think verbally. No, I, I think okay. we kind of notice like when it happens, and then there, there's again like a constant softening afterwards. When I really notice, oh my god, okay, like you're you're going numb, you're getting in your head, you're um, you're not like present anymore, you're taking the lead, slow down, and then allowing it to kind of take over but um it feels like every every so often it just kind of like guard up blocked out take over and like we just kind of fully switches and then before I know it it's like over and I'm like oh no what did I do mm, I hear you love okay so the first thing where I would start is outside of the sexual experience have that just, you know, come up to this conversation with, you know, entering it really softly, like, hey, I have something kind of vulnerable, I'm a little bit shy to share this with you, whatever's true. 
and mm-hmm. just ask, you know, is it okay if I speak into this now? Are you available to just like listen to this for a moment? Um, and then I would just, you know, I would let him know. It's like, Hey, I really love it when we're making love and when you're giving to me, um, and, you know, being specific, maybe it's oral, maybe it's whatever that, whatever activity that's happening. And to say, and I feel like I just have so much, um, so much energy or emotions come up around receiving. Like, so even right here, if you're, if you're willing to, or for example, I would say when I was really working through this, I thought, the person doesn't really want to be doing this. I'm taking too much time. This should look different. I should be different somehow. And that would flip me out of receiving is, um, mm-hmm. you know, can you speak into what's happening with you? Would you like to speak into it? Uh, absolutely. I'm okay. You brought up all those like emotions. I felt mm-hmm. like I was about to start crying, but I don't think I will. I just felt all of that. Like, whoa. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, it, it's definitely, you, you said it perfectly, and I don't know how you, you really said it perfectly. I mean, sometimes it's, it's all the shoulds about, like, am I taking too long? Is this, does he not want to? Um, mm-hmm. And I think there's, there's become almost like, a, like a safety mechanism where we skip all of that. Yeah. And I, yeah. I don't, I don't want to, um, especially because it, it makes me feel, um, I don't know, almost like taken advantage of if there's mm-hmm. not like this pre um, th- this time that we have together. I mean, I'm not saying every time, but I'm definitely saying that I notice how often I get into the shoulds, how often I get into, oh my God, is this like, am I not, oh my God, I can't believe it. Do I not taste good? Is this not yeah. fun for him? Yeah. All of these things. And then, um, and then I feel like I just kind of rush through it. And then for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, love. Absolutely. And there, this is so shiftable. There's so much amazingness on the other side for you. I have absolutely walked this path as well. And my heart goes out to you. And oh, there's just there's you absolutely get to shift this. Um, it does, you know, a big part of this is really letting him and I'm even saying it like archetypally, that like we as women let him our partners hear this, right? Um, and really, we get to speak this of, you know, I, I see us, I see myself kind of, you know, pulling your head up or pushing your way and kind of switching. And maybe even you notice that. And it's really because I'm really shy and I feel really embarrassed. And I have all these thoughts, which I know probably aren't true. I want to speak them to you and just have you know that that's what's happening for me because I want to receive you. I do enjoy when you go down on me. I do enjoy when you give to me. And I just have all this stuff come up that just completely takes me out of my body. And I get a little bit scared. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's all of these things. Like, do I taste good? Do I smell good? Do you really want to do this? Is this what, um, am I taking too long? All of this. And I just want to hear from you. Like, what are you feeling and thinking? Like, is any of this true? Mm -hmm. You know, and really just being there with his, with his response and trusting his response. Mm-hmm. And um, at those points, you know, so then, then what happens is that when we go into that experience, um, first of all, we, so we do that outside of the, let's say, quote unquote, outside of the bedroom. Um, and then when we're having, when we're, you know, in the lovemaking again, and this is happening, there's kind of two sides to this. 
one of them is that we can continue to speak what's true and just say like, Hey, that thing about me taking too long is coming up right now so much. And he could say like, yeah, you know, I'm not in a rush or, well, this is a quickie. We do have to go to dinner in 10 minutes, (laughs) (laughs) whatever's true, like whatever's true. So, um, and, you know, just say like, oh, I'm not, whatever's true. So I, I feel this thing coming up again. Like I, I love what you're doing, but I feel myself closing down. Would you mind to continue? How do you feel to continue? And we can kind of have that feedback again and again. Um, and then at the same time, we get to simply be in our discomfort. Well, not simply, we get to be in our discomfort. Um, and once we're verbalizing it, once we know that he's stated like, Hey, I'm actually here for you. I get this. I want to shift it with you. And, and some, honestly, for my husband, it was like, well, I don't care. I'm not in a rush. I'm no, it's all good. And I was like, well, you're, you don't care. Like for me, this is huge. And I'm so fearful. And you're just kind of like, really, whatever. So even that kind of blase answer really helped me to some extent where I was like, oh, this is really not even a thing for him, but it's this huge thing for me. So the other side of it, when we're verbalizing is really to just be with the discomfort of thinking we're taking too long. So that, and that's when we recognize the discomfort, recognize what was said and recognize also our desire to navigate these waters and we can go into breathing. So for example, if we are kind of pulling up sensations, I mean, pulling away our capacity to sense, I would go into breathing again into, so breathing, um, up from the yoni up into the crown, inhaling, and then exhaling down from the crown to the yoni. So kind of giving the mind something to be with, doing a couple cycles of that. Um, It might be that you're putting your hands on his hair, just like feeling the texture of his hair, um, feeling the texture of the bed. So keeping ourselves present. So this is the Mm -hmm. same thing that I would say to someone who's like going disembodied and even, um, even almost, uh, having like a panic attack, like that's a comparable energy. Like when we feel ourselves living, leaving our body, we can Mm -hmm. start to touch the space around us and just do a little bit of breathing. And this is going to take a couple rounds, maybe 20 rounds, maybe 30, maybe two to start being different. So that combination of communication and our own willingness to stay. um, And actually what that opens up is the space to see him, to see him and his devotion and his love and his creativity as well. Like maybe he would have transitioned into this whole other thing that we never even see because we're just not letting him take that lead. We're not giving that the space to see where he would even take things. Mm-hmm. So really, and, and um, well, I'll just pause here and just, how is this sounding? How is this feeling? Absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm writing it down too, because I think a big part of it is uh, going like, coming out of my body and going back mm-hmm. into the, the mind like the realm of the mind and stuff um I do kind of want to touch on some of those embodiment practices like just mm-hmm. coming back into the body and then seeing like the correlation between where all this I mean all the underlying I mean it, it is past so I, I've definitely healed a lot of the um the trauma around the area of sex obviously um but I I think there's obviously still some like some fear of opening up and stuff like that. And that just immediately puts me back into my mask and immediately gets me out of my body. Um, And then maybe like understanding some different practices or um, ways of 
of just coming back to the body of, you know, even working through the trauma. I think those are two separate ones, but like, um, if, if we know anything about that. Yeah. Okay. For sure. So one practice that comes up is again, it's, uh, lessening the intensity of the whole experience, meaning, you know, it's, it's not even a sexual practice that said the receiving and even the positioning of the bodies would be similar. So there's um, a yoni gazing practice that we can do with our partner that isn't, I mean, of course, people can feel turned on during it. That said, it's not actually meant to be like a super sexual activity practice. So what it is, is that, well, we would share with our partner that, hey, I really want to transition through this. Um, I have these pieces coming up about receiving. I really want to receive from you. I love you so much. I love the way you um, show up with me. And I want to be able to feel even more pleasure. Like I know you're doing some magical things and then I get a little bit scared. So would you mind if we like tried this game or tried this practice? And of course, when, you know, once they say yes, and it feels like it's a good time for that, um, it would be, uh, you know, on the bed or the couch. And basically he's sitting and like you put him in a, put him in a comfortable position where he can sit for a little bit. And uh, you would, so the woman would open her legs onto him or onto his legs. And actually, so he's literally yoni gazing. And you could start maybe with like a skirt or something, if you'd like as well, if that feels really vulnerable, that he's sort of just like moving and he could start just exploring, um, exploring your legs, exploring how you look and he's feedbacking. So he, you know, you would say, well, well, what do you see? And he would describe um, what colors do you see? And he would describe the colors. Like, how does everything look? What do you feel when you look at me? What do you think of when you look at this yoni? You know, so it's actually this vulnerable just beingness practice. And what does that bring up? Because even that could be a little bit um, vulnerable to say. So it's receiving without, um, so there's definitely no intention. There's definitely no, no intention of orgasm. There's no goal. There's no timeline. There's no, um, none of that, but there is just the positioning of I'm in this vulnerable lay down position with my legs open to you and you are looking and feedbacking and like, you know, in a way he's receiving you and then you're receiving him and you're kind of just existing in that space together for a little bit. And of course mm -hmm. that ends up transitioning potentially into something else, depending on what's happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that feels really vulnerable, but I, I like it. And I think I'd be open to trying something. I just, I don't, I don't know to what, I mean, I'm sure to some extent that's, that's possible to bring forward. I, I, I have to sit with that one and breathe through yeah. it because it feels really, really vulnerable. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. Another part that I would say is, um, so kind of like taking a step back from that is, again, non-goal oriented touch. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. for example, if you're both just like um, naked on the bed together, like post shower, but there's no sexual, like overt sexual energy or sexual activity going on. Mm -hmm. And what does it feel like to just let his hand just like explore your body? Again, not in like a stimulating sense, but just mm -hmm. kind of like a touching, moving, um, just however that his hand wants to move and you're there just breathing as receiving. And this doesn't even have to be something scripted. I feel this can naturally happen when 
two people that love each other, just, you know, hanging out together beside each other. Maybe it's cuddling, maybe it's wet. Um, and just kind of letting the person explore and also us touching our partner in this non goal oriented way. That's just kind of like, Hey, what's the texture of this body part? How does this body part feel right now? How does it feel to touch here? That would be usually like a sexual zone, but I'm not touching it with any sort of need or desire to create an outcome. I'm just literally like exploring the textures and sensations of your body and how they feel in my fingers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that resonates so much, um, especially because I think I think that happens a lot more often. I just mm-hmm. when when my brain kind of goes into that mode of like, oh, no, this doesn't happen. We're not used to this. Oh, the world doesn't work like that. Or relationships don't work like that. Actually, maybe that's that's something we can we can jump into next. Um, yeah. What I, do you mean by that? I do not have the best paradigm on relationships like as a child and and this is not the excuse but it's also me noticing um what I came with and and obviously over the years I've drastically improved the narrative that I have around relationships but like um for me when when I was a little girl not only was my mom like the other woman for so long she was you know involved with a married man it was really really uh, toxic and destructive for both of them. My dad wasn't really around and he had his series of non-committal relationships. And then add all of the, uh, the, the past relationships and the past traumas that I had around that. I, I definitely noticed the, like the narrative I have around loyalty and relationships and stuff. And, um, I, I, I feel myself transitioning more, like, especially with, with my own self-love work and, and a lot of the, uh, the inner work that I do, I've, I've put down a lot of those beliefs and I've vulnerably spoken about it. And he's, he's really held space for that. Um, but I, I, I think a lot of what you were saying just kind of brings up, you know, how I feel about at some moments, it's really natural, like it happens without me even trying. And then my brain's like, Oh, wait, but you have to really push yourself because you know, your mom lost the guy that she loved because she let herself go or she wasn't always tending to him. And my mom was a a super giver, you know, so she changed herself, she changed her values, she changed a lot of um, the things that she naturally was like, she changed her essence for a man. And so I kind of adapted or adopted a lot of that um, that similar narrative, I guess. And then now as I, as I become older, obviously I can see, you know, the areas where I just kind of shut down, where I revert into old belief systems, um, where I pull away from relationships. Cause I'm like, Oh no, this is not going to happen to me. I'm not going to let that happen. But it, it's really interesting. Cause we had this conversation literally two days ago when um, it was like one of those upcoming times around this full moon lunar eclipse. And it was like really heightened emotions. And I had no idea how to just hold it all. So I said, listen, I, I come to this relationship with a lot of um, fears and, and, you know, beliefs that this is, isn't going to work. But then I notice still, there's like a balance. There's a good balance of times where it just happens naturally, where I'm not overthinking it, um, where things happen naturally. And then, you know, when those, when those thoughts come up or all those old beliefs come up, it's like, nope, none of that happens here. And, and so I just kind of believe that it won't. And I believe that it's not going to happen. So I revert into these like old giving, changing myself, you know, oh, <laughs> over giving or 
um, you know, doing things specifically for a, a goal or, or some timeline. And I'm really, really, really grateful that you mentioned that because I think a big part of that is that it is okay to just let go of like the goal, let go of the intention, don't script it, let it be natural. Um, but what do you say to all those times where those old beliefs are like, oh no, girl, this is, this is about to, this is about to go fucking in flames. It's gonna, it's gonna break down. Nothing's gonna work. And uh, I start noticing all those old beliefs come up again. Oh yeah. Thank you so much for sharing all of this and just, I'm sending you so much love and so much, you know, adoration at your awareness and Obviously, you've done so much deep and powerful work around all of this. And, you know, each of us carries this, this piece of the puzzle of the beliefs that are our inherited beliefs and that we go mm -hmm. about dissolving with these, you know, through life. So mm -hmm. in general, to kind of answer that piece of, well, what do I do when beliefs come up? And of course, I have this as well, is I recognize how believable they are. I recognize how the story is so compelling and so good and so convincing and also recognizing, you know, that little glimmer of light that's like, oh, but you know that this is just a pattern. So if there is just that glimmer, first of all, to not make any decisions from that, which it sounds that you're not. So not to like pull the plug or go into any, um, any other mechanisms around that. And when those come up, it's our sign to go into deep self-care in that moment. So whether it be, you know, anything from like drinking water to sitting in the sunshine, going for a walk, doing something, whatever it is for us, um, any sort of practice, like just swiveling the hips, energy clearing, whatever it might be, and giving it the time that it needs to shift and then coming back. And of course, we can also say to our partner, like, hey, this is coming up huge right now. If you see this on my face or if I respond in some way to you, just know that I'm going through something and I'm, and I'm clearing it and I'm working on it. Um, if we need to say that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally I, I, I really sense that, especially I mean, when I, when we were really young um, and I think this kind of. Thank you for bringing awareness to it, because when you say these things and it, it comes from a different perspective or a perspective that's not so attached or involved in the actual storyline. Um, I remember the first couple of years when we were dating, like I was, first of all, I was 16 and like super traumatized and super all mm. of these things, um, which we've grown out of. And, you know, we've done a lot of healing together. I think that's one of our greatest mirrors in this relationship is that we, we mirror back a lot of the, uh, the unhealed stuff. And then actually we choose to heal it, which is one of my favorite things about this relationship. Um, but I, I notice how sometimes, um, when all that old stuff comes up, I feel nervous to, to speak it out loud because when I did as, as a younger girl together, he called me crazy. He couldn't hold space for the, the emotional chaotic feminine. He, he couldn't hold space for, you know, really how emotional I was. And, um, you know, he, we, we couldn't tell, like, I still forced myself even when I wasn't, um, when I wasn't fully present or I wasn't fully, uh, you know, okay, like when all that old stuff came up, I couldn't bring that forward in the relationship. Now, 
I feel like I really can. And I, and I don't bring it forward in that time where it is so emotionally chaotic. I really do have, have the time and the awareness to, to heal that first layer. So it's not, so at least it's made conscious. And then now, you know, I'm like, okay, well, I, I need a couple minutes or I'm going to go take a shower or I'm going to go for a walk. And I really do those self-care practices um, to kind of bring myself back and, and release myself from the, from all the, the grip of, of old beliefs and stuff like that, or, or whenever that tension or, or emotions come up and stuff. Um, but I, I do, I, I will, I am um, really going to, to see when all that stuff comes up and I still hold back from communicating it or, or when I hide it really. And then that doesn't actually serve anybody because I'm hiding it and he thinks I'm just disappearing or he thinks, you know, Oh fuck, she's like in her mode again or whatever. Um, But I have, I have a lot of resistance to showing those emotions now because when we were so young, uh, he, (laughs) he called me crazy, called me like, all these things. And, and now obviously I see that there's, it's a, it's a part of the feminine to be emotional, to, to feel the emotions, to go through these, um, to hold all this space for our feelings and stuff. But I, I didn't necessarily feel the safest bringing it forward to him. And now I think, you know, hearing all of this, it's, it's okay to just like vulnerably communicate without being so, Uh, caught up and unconscious in the emotions Um, right because it's also you know how we bring it up and of course there is a certain part of self-responsibility it also sounds like you've both gone through so much growth and maturation and development and it's amazing that you've seen each other through these phases and it sounds like this particular thing is actually something like this particular thing of you know, when I was, when we were younger and I brought this up and I remember you calling me crazy and it still hurts my heart and it contributes Mm -hmm. to some of these places where I don't share. So again, we do this outside of the moment. So we're not in the, just like we're not, you know, in the lovemaking when we talk about it, we're not in this emotion when we talk about it. And I've definitely Mm -hmm. had places like that with my husband where I say like, Hey, so there's something on my heart that's been on my heart for a couple of years and it's still there. Do you mind if I share about it with you right now? Um, it might seem like it's out of the blue, but it's actually something that comes up or, you know, over and over for me. Can we just, you know, go there for a second? Um, and, and that particular thing I would say is more of the feminine where it's like, Oh, I had no idea you're with this. I had no idea you're going to bring it up right now. And I just mm-hmm. said, I am available for it. And we're talking about this thing from three, four, eight years ago, I guess. So here we go. That said, mm-hmm. where, you know, to just to circle back on that, if you, I feel like it's nice to, we don't have to spend hours processing this. That said mm-hmm. to say, hey, you know, from this, from this while ago, I feel like I can't, or I hold myself back. That said, I know you have a different capacity. I have a different capacity. You know, what, what would you say about that? Do you feel it's you know, can I, can I come to you with this? You know, I'd love, I'd love to feel that I can. So I just wanted to clear up this little thing that's been holding me back. Absolutely. Oh my God. It sounds so wise coming out of you. I wish I could bring those conversations. <laughs> well, you're going to have a transcript of this call. So you can literally like <laughs> come with your piece well, of paper and be like, I want to say this, but yeah, of course, you know, I'm joking and it's great to come with your own words and really it's this, you know, kind of taking it out of the moment, out of the charge and 
It's like, oh, you thought this was just like a regular Sunday brunch? No, I'm bringing this thing up from years ago that I need to clear. Is that okay with you? (laughs) I think I I agree. I think now he can hold a lot more space than when we were so young, especially because, you know, there's a lot of the the younger stuff that we've worked through and we're a lot older now. And I, I totally agree. I mean, there's a way now that we can bring it forward. Um, without yeah being caught up in the charge um can we can I don't I mean it's not really on topic but I feel like the next thing that I'm that I hold a lot of resistance toward is uh is is less even the relationship aspect of it and more money now um yeah he is and and the only reason I bring it up is because it's such a big thing in the relationship it's not a problem or whatever I mean he's hands down the most supportive hands down he he's very well off he's successful he's the money piece for him is like mastered and then here I am and I still have all of those old beliefs and I have um resistances and I'm not on the daily level yet but I do make my income and I'm really satisfied with where I am in my business and stuff but then there's always like that that pressure um and he doesn't give me that pressure whatsoever he's like take my Amex, I'll buy you these things, has nothing to do with it. He's actually supported, you know, living costs and even feeding costs for the first five, six years of our relationship. And now as I start making like a a real income from my business, um, we share more of where where we can, but I think there's still this like this comparison and and this pressure that I that I live with. Um, and I know that a really big piece of what you do and, and a huge reason that I, I still am so so inspired by you is that you've made money so blissful. And and I get I get those moments, and those are the moments where I manifest with ease, where the clients are naturally coming and stuff, but then <laughs> you know, I would say like five days out of the week, I'm, I'm stressing about, oh my God, he, he made 30,000 today, 60,000 tomorrow, 50,000 the next day. And he's got all of this stuff like really figured out. And then I'm like, but I want to be on that level. And uh, I'm not. And I think there's mm. a lot of like comparison I hold on to. And I'm not even comparing myself to him. I just compare myself to where I think I should be. And oh, fuck, that was so obvious now that I said it out loud. But it, there's like a really heavy charge within me that I hold around the money piece because he does so well and he inspired me to even get into business. But, you know, I can't work like it's, it's not in my capacity to, first of all, hustle and work the way he does. Um, right. And then I, I, I never had the money piece as much. So I a lot of my inner work um goes towards healing the money paradigm. So I'm more confident and, you know, I can accept it when it comes and all of these things. Um, but like, there's still a lot of pressure that I hold on myself. And uh, I would love to know what you, what you sense or what you feel out of that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So first of all, again, your awareness is so powerful. I, you're, you're, yeah let me see how I want to put this. You're so incredible. Just even throughout this whole call at the way you are like, okay, I'm here to ask these questions. I'm here to go through this. I'm here to really optimize this time together. So I just want to point that out and say, you will navigate and be successful on your path. You can trust that period. Like the the qualities and the ways that you're showing up will carry you into your dreams. Let's just know that right now. Mm -hmm. And 
the one thing I want to say that um, so sort of like wrap up some of the sexual piece and actually mm-hmm. it, it's going to reach into this piece as well, just in general, that the more that we open the heart and this isn't like a physical thing we do, just the more mm-hmm. that we are with our beloved, the more that we just deepen into um, our inner commitment to them, trusting their commitment to us. And by commitment, I just mean the love, just the truth Mm -hmm. of this person loves me. I Mm -hmm. love them. I'm allowing this love to open my heart. Love opens heart. We don't like take forceps and like pry it open. Right. So there's not Mm -hmm. like anything we do. We just let ourselves feel that love and it opens our heart that brings sensation into our yoni that that allows us to experience orgasm quote unquote quicker so it like melts any of the resistances there and it's also going to allow us to um, trust a person's love and a person's support and a person's love for us um, and you know have that inspiration to be our most optimal incredible self while also knowing that um, our partner, wants to care for us and be there for us and maybe um, doesn't and to communicate and keep. So what I'm hearing here is that, again, I would ask, have you spoken this piece with him, this piece about the money and the comparison and the watching him and being inspired by him and grateful that he, he was your inspiration to even move into entrepreneurship and you watch him every day and you're grateful for the Amex offer and all of these things. (laughs) And at some points, you feel like, oh, shoot, like, should I be doing more? Have you had that explicit share with him? Absolutely. But what you said that made the difference between what I know comes out of me was you said, and the piece on the resistance. Like, I I know that on a daily that we really, he's inspired by me and and the dedication, the devotion I have to my purpose, um, showing up constantly and and really putting in the work and stuff um and i i admire his genius i admire his drive i admire you know everything that he's actually built for himself um but that and i still feel resistance peace is is where i all often kind of find myself losing it a little bit i say but i feel that resistance but you know i'm still kind of like held back by all of this not and I still notice a lot of resistance and yeah. I still want to do better. Yeah. So underneath, underneath kind of all of these pieces that we've shared and can I, can I go explicit here? Like, you know, is that available? Can I be super explicit of here? Of course. Of course. So there is this piece that will exhaust so many women and has exhausted so many women and humans across the history of humanity and will continue to do so perhaps for a little while. And it's this piece of us, um, continuing to look for the ways that we are not enough to think mm-hmm. that when we finally find those and finally flip those and finally do better, then we can finally receive the love that's what? already being given to us. That's already right there staring at our eyes across the dinner table. And it's in the sort of exhale and saying, you know, I'm on a journey of an evolution, I'm evolution across the rest of my days. I'm Mm -hmm. a a lifetime student. I'm inspired by so much and I can stop searching for the ways that I suck Mm -hmm. and I can start. (laughs) Yeah. And I can start searching 
for how can I tell myself, but maybe it's easier first to tell this person in front of me to start emphasizing, like you inspire me so much that you just like went to all your meetings and made 30 grand today. Like my mind is blown. Like I'm a little bit intimidated and my mind is blown. Like, how can I celebrate you today? Mm-hmm. And just yeah. sharing that, like, I'm so inspired by your love and I want to receive you more when you give to me sexually and I'm working on it. And I'm so grateful, whatever your words for that, but it's almost like on, on the surface, we'll go to like, how can I do better? I'm not doing good enough. And that's been trained into us. And that's the trauma. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm raising both of my hands here as well, love. Like I, you know, I'm on that path as well with you. And underneath that is the, is an ocean of gratefulness and happiness and inspiration. And that's that beating heart with sort mm-hmm. of like the crust on top. And it, you know, it means that we don't, um, yeah. So, so we just go, we just go below the crust and we start expressing mm-hmm. from there even though all of that judgment and criticism for self is there and we think we should and can and will and do better and all of this. And that's, that's just a part of that. You know, that's what also makes us a great entrepreneur. That's what makes us a go-getter. That's what makes us optimize time. That's all great. And um, also even for masculine feminine dynamics to be showing that radiance and that goes full circle to like dating each other again and it's like, whoa, if, if I met this man today and he's got this going on and this going on and he's like this and like that, like, whoa, how lucky would I be to be sitting here with him, like sharing time together? Mm-hmm. And what would I tell him and how would I like, you know, be in awe, like naturally, authentically, I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's a piece around that where when I emphasize, you know, how much I'm inspired and how amazing and, you know, how sexy it is that he he's so successful and driven and and you know ambitious and he's he's got a purpose like he's a man on purpose um I think by expressing that there's a part of me that's like oh but you haven't done all that and you know am I worthy to to stand up or like sit with a man of this caliber and Mm. yeah that's a really big he's sitting with you he's already chosen you he's been choosing you for eight years and he continues to wake up beside you and, you know, give to you in so many ways. And the greatest gift that we as the feminine can give, and this is where our mind has been like bamboozled into the opposite. It's not like, look at this. I brought in 30 grand today too. And, 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 you know, I gave to you in all these ways. It's the receiving the feminine gives by receiving mm-hmm. to receive all the ways that he's giving Mm -hmm. And to make it known that, like, how does that receiving make, make us feel? Mm -hmm. And we will, you know, gloss over that and say, well, I can't bench press 200 pounds like he can, you know, so I guess I got to keep working. That, that really puts it into perspective too, because, you know, as, as the feminine, um, we, we really do kind of like hold ourselves to, to that standard. And I've noticed it. I mean, I, I'm really glad we're having this, this t- talk because um, so many of the women that I even work with are, are sitting in that air of comparison where they're like, oh, but men can do it. Why can't we? And stuff like that. But when you put it into perspective, like he can bench press 200 pounds and I can't, I mean, 
that's like, why do you have to type of thing? Yes. Why do you have to keep up? Why do you have to compete or, or compare yourself? Um, wow. You're a genius. Just, just to set a side note for a minute. Like I've, I've cried a couple of times. I'm so glad I'm not on camera. I'm, I've really felt, you know, everything being addressed. You, you really guide me through it. Thank you so, so, so much for your time. Like you really are a genius at what you do. You're amazing. And I'm, I'm really grateful to have your time today. Oh, thank you so much, love. I'm so honored. It's, it's also, thank you. I fully received that. And it's the caliber of vulnerability and uh, willingness that you're coming with as well. So mm -hmm. thank you. Thank uh, you. I see your bravery. I see your courage. I see your devotion to having um, that love and cultivating that love. And um, so thank you. And really just to kind of emphasize again, so, you know, also, also kind of, um, yes, we come with our vulnerabilities and say, Hey, this is what I feel. This is what I've been feeling. And sometimes we can also ask, and, you know, depending on the awareness and the, uh, communication capacity of the, of the beloved that we're speaking with to ask our man, like, well, what is it that you truly want from me? Because sometimes I get in my head and I think that you might want me to, you know, be as, as this or as that, but like, what is it that truly makes you happy to, to have from me? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I feel into that. I think uh, for a long time, I was like, what can I do for you? And, you know, trying to even, it takes the guesswork out of it. Like, I, I try to guess what he needs or what he mm -hmm. wants from me and stuff like that, um, which ends up making me feel like I'm just like running around the hamster wheel trying to figure out what's going to make him happy as opposed to sim simply seeing, okay, first and foremost, he is, he is happy. Mm -hmm. um, he, if he wasn't happy, he wouldn't be here eight years later, committed and all these things. Yes. Um, but truly understanding, you know, so I don't have to run around trying to figure it out all the time just getting straight to the point and asking, you know, what do you truly want from me? Oh, yeah. Well that, and I mean, I actually like, I'm going to guess that he's, that he might say something like you, you just smiling, being happy, you just in my arms. Like it, it is actually so incredibly mind blowing. And this is, oh, this is so beautiful because we've been, so this kind of like, I'm going to anticipate all your needs so that you will then be happy so that then you won't leave that takes that actually can bring a person a certain person like any you know let's just hypothetical relationship that actually takes the the capacity out of the masculine mm -hmm. and a man who truly wants to be giving his his natural masculine devotion when there's no outlet for it um when the outlet mm -hmm. is blocked because the woman is like, you know, dancing around on the hamster wheel, anticipating every need he wants to be giving and for the woman to receive. Mm -hmm. And it's that receiving frequency that we were speaking about from the beginning, the masculine wants to come in and give to the woman. And we have been trained out of it, out of it, mm -hmm. you know, all the way to the way that our mothers, our grandmothers, ourselves are saying, just tell me how to be, I'll be so good. And then you won't leave me. And the answer is like, well, I just want you to lay back and receive me. That's all I really want. And that's so hard for us. And, I, and I'm saying us. And yeah. 
that is that work, quote unquote, the work of shedding that and coming back to our essence. Like you are the gift. You are the prize. You just being there in the home is the gift and the prize. Mm -hmm. And he's chosen you and he continues choosing you. And I'll just speak for him for a second, but, or just for the masculine frequency he wants to give to you. But there's, you know, the more, the more that we make our capacity to receive. So how, you know, how much can we um, carve out that chalice of reception Mm -hmm. and, and really reflect back to him? Like, oh, you know, this, this, you know, plate of food was so amazing. This purchase was so amazing. This experience was so amazing, whatever it is. Um, to, to really shine back that light of appreciation. Just how did that receiving make you feel? How did that, what kind of feeling did that bring to your body? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, one of the like best kind of relationship tips that I personally love and have is just to be emphasizing that, um, that joy of what does it feel like to just receive this person and whatever they do for me and just like, um, how much joy can I express or how much authentic feeling can I express from whatever I just received? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think in those moments where I'm not so caught up in the whole like, can you receive? Can't you receive? How much do you have to give? How much do you have to prove? When, yes. when all of that kind of falls to the background, I notice like the giddy, the the joy, yes. the real, like I just so, oh, I love that. Okay. I mean, Wow. Okay, so I, I know that it's like three o'clock now, but if there's one more thing that you would say um, to, to the whole receiving thing, I mean, it could be money or, or even all of it embodied. If there's one thing that you can pass on, um, that's like the piece that I should really, really keep with me that will, I mean, obviously every moment's gonna bring up its own frequency, its own signature. Um, but if there's one thing I can keep in mind um, to receiving and really, really, really receiving, what would you say to that? You don't have to do anything. There's nothing that you have to do in order to receive this, in order to be worthy of this, in order to, there's nothing that we have to do or be or perform in any way. Oh my God. Wow. Okay. I'm going to, I'm receiving that. I'm receiving that. Wow. There's so much in all of this and each of your moments and questions and the evolution of each of these questions, like we could just take so much time to just be with this and dig into this. And I'm so grateful to the way that you held and are holding this, your life. You're so blessed to have this gorgeous partner with you. You guys are obviously co-creating something so incredible and powerful together from entrepreneurship to money to lovemaking to all of these realms um yeah and i would say to the fear of losing it i i think that's a if if there's one more thing just one more thing to bring up um i think i have like a whenever things get really good and i know Mm -hmm. i know this i know the exact pattern the exact moment the exact experience that really shaped this belief for me but to dismantle that from moment to moment. Um, what, what do you say to the, the fear of losing it, the fear of losing how good it is, the fear of losing the money, the person, the, the love, all the things. Um, yeah. So in that moment, we are living in a projected future 
versus having our heart crack open to the thing that has uh, spurred that projection. So in that moment of immense goodness versus like the, our heart breaking in the best way at how freaking good it is, mm-hmm. it flips us into a projected hell. Mm-hmm. So as much mm-hmm. as possible, coming back to simply the now moment, like how does my body feel now with no future projections if possible? And that could be breathing. For me, it's like the deepest breaths and like squealing and just like sometimes just letting it take over the body. And um, let me see what else is there. (sighs) Yeah. Also using that, using that thought, using that fear as an indicator of helping us to recognize that something incredibly good is happening. Just again, so using that thought to bring us back to the present. Oh, since I'm thinking this, since I'm worried about this, it's because things are wonderful. It's because things are good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So let me bring myself back here. Again, speak celebration, speak gratitude to the person I'm with, to to God, to spirit in that moment. If I'm solo, Mm -hmm. breathe, Mm -hmm. breathe, breathe, and like pat it into every cell of your body with just light and love and joy. And know that it's also for your mother. It's for our ancestry mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in honor of like, see, you know, I am here. I am, you know, walking this moment by moment. Mm-hmm. Wow. Thank you so, so infinitely much. I mean, all the things that brought up resistance that were dense in my body were just cracked. I mean, cracked open truly today. And you, you filled them with so much love and I'm so deeply, deeply grateful for your wisdom. Thank you so Mm -hmm. much. You're so, so welcome. It's truly just my honor and my pleasure. And I feel there's just so much more here and Yeah. Thank you for, see, thank you for receiving so deeply. Like that's actually what I want to say here. So um, I will send you the recording and the transcript of this um, a little bit later today and yeah, I'll be in touch via email. Absolutely. My love. Thank you. And I'll be in touch by DM. I think I would love to be part of your, if you have programs, um, you know, even if there's a, a one-on-one coaching space, we'll obviously talk a little bit about that. I'm going to sit with all of this goodness and, and receive it fully. Um, and then I'll, I'll be back to, to talk to you a little more. I would love to dive into more of this work with you. I think you are genius beyond, beyond this realm. Um, and mm. you have so much goodness. I, I am so inspired by your connection to spirit, by your constant devotion and, and the, the bliss and gratitude that you bring to the world, especially to the feminine, that was the first thing that really drew me to you was how in your feminine you are and how you see, you know, like the receiving aspect and the bliss aspect and you're standing in your power and in your goodness. Oh my goodness. I would love to do more of this work with you, my love. Mm, my gosh. Thank you so much. Ah, and I would be honored. I mean, there's, there's so much we could do together. There's so much here. I would be honored. So for sure, um, reach out, we'll chat. You are such a powerhouse. You're so incredible. Like I said, like, I just, I know that 
whatever you wish to transform, you are, you're having, you know, you, you are walking the path of your dreams. Just keep on walking. Everything is, is, and will continue to just evolve in the greatest way. And just a huge blessing on you, your work, your relationship. I'm sending you so much love. And I'm sending you those blessings right back, girlfriend. Thank you so much. And God bless. Thank you. God bless. Bye for now. Okay. I'll talk soon. Bye. Thank you again. Thank you again. Yay! Thank you. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Bye, babe. <laughs> talk soon. Bye. I am sending you so much love. I am so grateful to you for listening to this podcast, this particular podcast episode, and traveling this these realms with myself and these incredible women that are opening the door on what it's like to live this incredible life and navigate into more and more ease and bliss and pleasure and receiving in all sorts of ways. As we wrap up here today, I have two pieces that I want to share with you. The first is uh, my favorite place to purchase yoni wands and yoni eggs. And I choose this place because they are just so in integrity, have the highest quality, my favorite place to purchase my own eggs and wands, and also my favorite place to send gifts to my clients from. And they also have some really amazing Siberian jade, all sorts of different colors, white, rainbow, blue, black even, incredible Siberian jade from the Siberian forests and that frequency to me is so beautiful. I have a wand from that and I have a couple of the eggs as well and as well I have their obsidian curved wand which is amazing for cervical work, for g-spot work, just an amazing tool and each of those wands carry different energy. So, you know, in a session, I will utilize both actually. Um, very often, I'll go with both wands and just have that different energy of the obsidian and the jade coming in. Yes. So such a gorgeous resource, just the highest quality, highest integrity of of production. And I'll put that link in the description for you along with a 10% off code that you can use on all of your purchases with them. And also I want to invite you to book a session like this for yourself, a one hour coaching session where we get to go into all the different places and do uh, just do the depth of work and transformation and support that you personally desire, that you require, whether it's energetic, whether it's about pleasure, um, love, business, money. The thing is that I am a holistic business practitioner, really a holistic purpose practitioner. So I stand for women building their purpose work in this world from just the utmost glorious, juicy experience in the body while having the best relationships with self and their loved ones. So mm, I invite you into that. And if you'd like to explore longer term private work with me, you can send me a message on Facebook or Instagram to see if there are any spots available for that as those are very limited for the depth and, uh, and breadth of the work that that is. I only take just a handful of clients at a time. So if you're interested or curious in that, we can definitely chat and let you know. 
I'm sending you so much love. I am loving you so much. I am feeling so uplifted and expanded and so joyous to be here with you. I love you so much. I am sending you just all the blessings and blessings and adoration, and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye for now.